trying to shovel it in front of the goal. Can't. Comes around into the near corner for Bunting. And Marner on it intercepts. Marner with a shot. Scores! Mitch Marner gets a turnover and then launches it over Schmeed's right shoulder. And the Leafs have gotten that one back. It's 7-1. to one. The only guy to score two goals tonight for the Leafs, Mitch Marner, getting on the score sheet. I really thought we were getting the hat trick from him because why wouldn't you have a hat trick of hat tricks to head into the All-Star break? Instead, the Leafs, you know, they'll really have to settle for the 7-1 win on the road in New Jersey. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick here alongside me to walk you through the beatdown of the Devils tonight. Uh, Gordo, uh, the third period, obviously a little less so, but that was as clinical an effort as you, as you can ask for from this team. Yeah, Holman cooled out. You could kind of relax and watch and listen without any worry if you're a Leaf fan. I thought Jim Ralph's comments that, you know, last you're, you're a fragile team when you're the New Jersey Devils, and uh, last night's loss gutted them. It gutted them. Like, it's just a precarious thing, and, and that was one they couldn't bounce back from, and they just didn't have it tonight. Last night they had it, but they blew it, and uh, I've uh, I've been with the team, and I've seen teams when that happens, and hey, if you're a Leaf fan right now, good on them for going for the juggler and coming up with the Laffer 7-1 win. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what it was. And, you know, this team was kind of due for one of those. It, it's weird. I guess they've already had one this year. They actually started 2022 with the 6 nothing win over the Sens. But I don't know. Tonight, just I, I guess the Sens game was just kind of one of those slow-plotting beatdowns. It just, I, well, it didn't feel like it. The Leafs did jump all over them early with four early goals in the first period. Uh, I mean, you know, three of them coming in the first 10 minutes of the game just to kind of show you exactly where, where this team was at in terms of firing on all cylinders tonight. I mean, where do you want to start in terms of individual players to, to pick at? I mean, we could highlight 15 guys tonight in, ter in terms of how good they are. Spezza goals in a couple straight. Matthew stays hot. Marner has a pair. I mean, where do you want to start, Gord? Well, uh, they start on time. That was a big thing they didn't do last night. And just as Jason Spezza had that goal, and they got those early. But I will tell you, here's one, because we had we had time and we could chill and relax, so the interactiveness with our listeners and you know my good friend Ted Yon, uh, Ted Yoano aka Teddy Honolulu so he was uh, texting me with his brother John Yoano who apparently is also known as Johnny Ma Johnny Maui I didn't know that wow. so I guess the other brother He's taking is, over the islands out yeah, there I guess Bill is Bill Kawhi I don't really know I don't really know but <laughs> but you'll like this cuz you're such a bunting fan but and and I passed this on to Steve Felon so it didn't happen but the curiosity factor so we're going to start with Mitch Marner two goals two assists they were wondering, Bunting had a hat-trick two games ago. Matthews had a hat-trick last game. If Mitch Marner gets a hat-trick tonight, when was the last time or when that in three consecutive games, three different line mates had a hat-trick? How do you oh, like wow. that? See, my friends are not just pretty faces. The Yoano brothers or whatever they're called, the Hawaii Island guys, they're thinking <laughs> stuff. So anyway, uh, we'll, we'll be ready for next time. It didn't happen, but Stevie Fellon will come back with something but hey we've talked about it mitch marner just like there's no shortage of plot it's like okay you know mitch just killing it uh, that that's really the one that's really impressed me the last few games and i'm happy for jack campbell they gave him as jimmy ralph said just go have some fun in the all-star weekend and i don't know if anyone will be on the plane tonight i think tonight a lot of them will be staying over because new york's a good place to go wherever you're going if you're going home or going on vacation so tonight uh, whatever hotel they go back to, I'm sure, well, maybe someone will try to get out later tonight, but they'll have a fun night and, uh, and they deserve it.
Well, uh, you know, they're going to behave themselves. They're they're responsible, but they're also heading into the All-Star break. Something tells me if they were boarding a plane, they'd be looking like that Russian World Junior team uh, many, many moons ago uh, trying to get out of Buffalo because, yeah, a lot, a lot to celebrate. Uh, I love I love the Hawaii brothers you've got there giving us all the info. Yeah. And Triplets, most people like the most people. That's right. That's right. Most people don't like it when you give them homework, but Steve Felon is the one guy on this world who says, yes, I actually love it. He will love having that task. And yeah, it's funny. I think Martyr, one goal shy of the hat trick, and honestly didn't even click for me until you mentioned it. Yeah, that we were one goal away from seeing three straight games with three different line mates getting it done. Uh, Martyr's been amazing since he's come back. 16 points in seven games since he got out of the quarantine. You know, obviously, he, he maybe more than anyone was kind of fighting it at certain points this season and not to say he wasn't giving you good things, but just he is a guy, I think more so than even Tavares or even more than Matthews that, that he puts, he kind of, feeds off of the points and not that Matthews doesn't love his goals and doesn't love his cookies, but we sat here talking about what a two way beast he is and not that Marner isn't that, but he is an offensive setup man first and foremost. And the fact that he, he comes back and the team's offense just kind of shoots through the roof. Like it has, it's, it's not an accident and it would do the same thing if Matthews came back. But I mean, we, it's just with the way there is this kind of core four and Nylander and Tavar has been a little quiet lately. It's just, this is what the point is of having all these guys is that any given time, you hopefully have at least two of them rolling and the Leafs have that in Matthews and Marner right now. Okay. So uh, seven shots on goal from Mitch Marner. Okay. Seven that, and that, and that's the key. Like Tavares said four, he was second. Same amount bunting had in his hat trick game. Okay. Yeah. Let me see. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I remembered that. But no, oh, you would remember all that stuff, but and, and deservedly so. But I mean, the thing is, sometimes there's more intricate, uh, deeper things you try to adjust with players. But I think we all felt, Mitch, even we know you don't shoot, and you know teams were adjusting, and and you don't shoot for good reason because nobody sets anybody else up better than that. But you know, here he has two goals, two assists, four points plus four, but also the seven shots on goal, and I think he's understood that that's the best thing he could add to his repertoire. I'm worried now he's getting addicted, though. You know, before it was get get the odd shot away, but seven shots. He was trying to get that hat trick. He, he was, was trying to get that hat trick to uh, to uh, find out if it was, uh, if it was a, a quirky record or not. Man, the, the seven shots on goal, and the goals are coming off shots. Uh, I mean, you know, one of them tonight, or I guess, I guess goals in the last two games have been kind of right in that net front area. You love to see that, but I mean, I keep going back to the, the one timer on the power play or the breakaway, just, just using the wrister and getting it by. If Marner is going to be a player, and so far as of late, at least that's what it's looked like, that the shot is something the teams have to take into account. It does. I think. I think the thing that it kind of separates is we've all been saying, "Hey, if this guy can get a shot, it, it changes the look of the power play." I think if this guy can prove, and he's proving it right now, he has goals in seven straight games. That it it will change the way he's defended by other teams. You know, you don't want to give a guy like Mitch Marner a ton of space, but you do want to sag off him just a little bit. But if you are forcing, if you're, if you're being forced to kind of defend the shot and really worry about that, it's just going to open up even more passing lanes for this guy. And that that's the thing we've all been kind of clamoring for in this market. You know, similarly with Matthews, when you have a good young player, you sit there and it's not nitpicking. It's just what else can you add? And for Matthews, maybe it was that two-way game that we've seen take hold over the last kind of year and change and and for Marner lately I mean the thing that stuck out to me in spades is the is the shot yeah 
Yeah, and, and you know, let's let's look at the other side that because we talked about it last night. It was a storyline that, I, I mean, they won the lottery twice, the New Jersey Devils, and they get Nico Heischer, and two years later they get Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes is going to be a really good player. Yeah, he Nico is. Nico Heischer is going to be uh, a good player. Uh, but um, And Jack Hughes maybe ends up being a great player. But the Leafs have two first overall and then fourth overall. Marner first and uh, being fourth overall, then Austin Matthews the next year. And, you know, the Devils – I'm sure their fans thought they'd be more on a level playing field. I mean, this is year three of Hughes, year five of Heischer. And it just shows, like, the rebuild's tough. The rebuild's tough. Like, the tear down, the rebuild, it is hard. It is hard. And, you know, we in Toronto, we really have not had hiccups except in the playoffs. It's really been a a, a pretty good progression. There, were, I, I guess the hiccup would be when they had to make a coaching change, but they got back on track in the regular season with Sheldon Keefe. But, you know, it, it and, and that's where you got to commend the Leafs and how much is it about these these guys that I'm always, uh, you know, superstars, uh, uh, I don't know, it's just kind of a, it's a, that's a great six word, I guess. But, you know, Math, Matthews certainly is one and, and Marner maybe is one, but on the verge of being one and then the supporting cast you know it's it's uh uh it's not the easiest thing to do we got to commend the Leafs regular season wise for being able to do that yeah I mean you know we, we always talk about draft luck and draft lottery luck and of course the Leafs got as lucky as you could get in in getting Austin Matthews but you know having Marner you know if you if you redid that draft and Mitch Marner definitely goes ahead of Dylan Strom and you know just a couple picks behind Marner in that draft is Pavel Zaka and you know he he's actually carved out a decent career for himself I think he scored last night but you look at what was right behind him it's Provorov it's Varensky Rantanen goes like it's just and and I'm just picking out one draft year you know you, you got to hit on your your picks and not to say not to say they the devils didn't hit on that but there's a difference between hitting and finding a solid player like the devils have in Zaka and hitting and finding a William Nylander at 8 and that's that's the thing i always keep coming back to about this rebuild is yeah they they got lucky they won the draft they won the draft lottery they got Matthews they got Marner at 4 when you know I, at least one team who probably wouldn't have liked to passed on him you get Nylander at 8 it's just you, you have to have to have to hit on these picks and it, again it goes to show you just the little bit of luck and and a lot of certainty the Leafs have had when it comes to to that thing because we we talk about it all the time we look at these other teams and the Devils are just another one uh, of these examples you know we we kidded about it a little in the second intermission uh the only line held off the score sheet tonight are the only three guys who are minuses uh Tavares Nylander and Kerfoot with the team rolling the way it is heading into the all-star break uh you, you can laugh that one off but I'm sure some of the boys are giving it to them a little bit I'm sure they are and uh again I want them to score when it matters so I don't care too much they've got <laughs> you know like you're right it was cookie time tonight it was it, it was the Baker do- Baker's dozen they were trying to get and uh I so I don't mind in the third period as everyone tries to run up the score like you know save it for another time like that better you know and again the rebuild Look at the Philadelphia Flyers. I mean, it, it mean Bobby Clark. They took they took Nolan Patrick second after Nico Heischer. We know Bobby Clark's pointed remarks a few <laughs> weeks ago. But then you mentioned Provorov and also Travis Konechny, and these guys signed decent, you know, second contracts, and now their guys are looking to trade. You know, like in the more yeah. off-season type deals, like wow. So so their rebuild, which you know, and you got Carter Hart, which looked like a strong goaltender. You know, it's 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 
you know, you can get going, but then you can really, really fall off the tracks. And, and you really, you know, you look, I mean, you look at the Buffalo Sabres, a rebuild upon a rebuild. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, you know, what is it exactly? I know playing better of late, but all their number one overall picks. And, you know, you got, there, there's a lot of positives to like from the Leafs going rock bottom and being able to get back where they are now. Yeah, a, a ton, a ton, a ton of it that you have to love. Uh, a lot of Leafs riding streaks right now. Pierre Engvall, seven points in his last seven games. Mitch Marner. Seven straight games with a goal. Uh, that's pretty good. You would sign up for some of that. Austin Matthews, he continues to absolutely roll just like the Leafs did tonight. 7-1 is the final on the road in New Jersey. Some post-game sounds starting to trickle in. Plus, we got to give Jack Campbell some flowers. He had a great bounce-back effort tonight. Gord Stellick alongside me, Brent Gunning, will continue things with Leafs Nation post-game on Sportsnet. 590 The Fan. The Leafs put up seven goals from six different players in a 7-1 win over the Devils. Mitch Marner's the guy with a pair. Austin Matthews scored the second goal of the night, his 29th of the season. Let's hear from one of the two Leafs who is on his way to the All-Star game in Las Vegas. Hey, Austin, you guys played with such purpose in that first period. I mean, the whole game, really, but that first period in particular. Was that really like a message you just didn't want to let Jack down for a, a two games in a row? Yeah, I think our starts maybe haven't been as good as we wanted to, uh, you know, in the last uh, you know couple games or so, and especially last night. Um, you know, so I think we just um, really made it uh, made a really good effort on just starting on time and a uh, big goal from uh, Spets's line there to to get us started, and then uh, I think we just rolled through from there. All four lines just um, all relentless on the puck in both ends and. CP came up big when he had to, and um, you know, we played with the puck a lot tonight and challenging the net. And um, I think it's just a test to our uh, uh, resiliency and just uh, making sure that we get the job done uh, for a full 60 minutes. Next up, we'll go to Terry Koshan, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Terry. Yeah, Austin, you guys go to the break on a five-game winning streak here and, and won a lot of games in January where there were a few bumps, but uh, – what do you what do you think the group now overall at, at the halfway point and what you've been able to accomplish with the uh, 29 wins and 42 uh, uh, games? Yeah, I mean, I think there's been a lot of really good things that we've done and, um, you know, some things that, um, you know, we've had to clean up and some things that we'll continue to clean up. Um, I mean, it's a process all throughout the whole season. Um, so I think for us, we just want to continue to take steps in our game and in different areas that uh, maybe we feel uh, need some improvement. And, uh, and just continue on from there. So it'll be nice to get a break and just kind of refresh, uh, recharge, and uh, jump back into it for uh, the last half of the season. Yes, and I know Sheldon was saying earlier today the importance of the guys over the break to get rest and that sort of thing. Um, do you, do Jack and yourself pace yourselves a bit here over the next several days in Vegas to kind of to get some rest as well while you are kind of taking part in some hockey activities while others are, are getting some time off? Yeah, we'll have a couple of days um, right now to just kind of hang out and refresh before, um, you know, we kind of get going with the activities there in Vegas. So, um, you know, maybe not uh, the longest, uh, you know, bye week that we've had like in the past, but it'll still be nice to get a couple of days off uh, and then jump back into things. Thanks, Austin. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters. TSN, go ahead, Mark. Austin, what's worked so well for you, Mitch and Michael, this last couple of games? Well, I think we've just been really good on the puck. Um, you know, if we have to uh, jump the puck or chip it in, uh, we've been really good at, at hounding pucks and getting them back and then uh, attacking the net. Um, so 
you know, I think all three of us um, have just been trying to work and uh, uh, find each other out there and create opportunities and at the same time be responsible in our own end and, and try not to give up, uh, you know, chances uh, coming back our way. So I thought these last two games, um, you know, we really uh, did a much better job uh, defensively uh, as a whole, as a group, and um, you know, I think it showed. Mitch isn't going to score at this rate forever, but he's really trying to focus on, on shooting more. What sort of potential do you see for him to score at a higher rate moving forward? Um, yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's sort of so deceptive. So when, he, when he's got the puck, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of just anticipate him on uh, passing it sometimes. And um, I mean, you've seen it the last couple of games, him being able to beat the goaltender clean. And um, I mean, he's got a great, great shot. Um, I might need to get a little more juice on it, but uh, you can, uh, he's definitely really accurate. And like I said, he's extremely deceptive and uh, can catch the, uh, the goalie or the defenseman or whoever's kind of uh, defending him off guard sometimes. And last one here, we'll go to Luke Fox, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Luke. Hey, Austin, do you know what event uh, you're going to participate in or what one you'd like to participate in, in All-Star? Uh, I honestly don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's that new one. Um, I can't even explain what it, what the details are, but um, I think it's that new one that they uh, came up with on the uh, Bellagio uh, uh, water fountain uh, thing. So um, I don't know. I'll uh, find out when I get there. What What do you think about that? the The idea of the NHL testing out new events and trying to create a, a spectacle in a place like Vegas and the the fountain like that. I think it's great. I just. Uh, haven't really looked into it much so I, I don't really have like a whole lot of information but um I think it's cool to, to go outside the box and try new things and uh and just go from there so uh hopefully it, uh, it works out and it should be a lot of fun something tells me a, a showman like Austin Matthews would feel pretty comfortable holding court in the fountains of the Bellagio. Man, uh, NHL All-Star Weekend, it's always fun. It's going to be definitely a spectacle in Las Vegas. Uh, love, love, love that they're uh, trying out some new events. But what I really love is the Leafs winning 7-1 tonight on the road in New Jersey. Matthews stays hot with a goal. You get one from Spetsy. You get one from Camp. You get one from Marner. Bunting, Engvall, and then Marner. He finishes off the night with his second goal of the evening, his 14th of the season. I mean, balance scoring up and down the lineup. You get a couple of goals from the fourth line. You get a few goals from the first line. It's only the second line that's held off the score sheet. You're not going to worry too much about that. But, you know, when I think way back to the beginning of this game in the first period, that David Camp goal, the, the third goal of the night about nine minutes in, that one felt like, okay, they should be able to put this thing on ice and, and just be homing cool and the fact that they were able to do that I think is a really really good sign about this team they were just able to keep their foot down because we have seen the kind of attention to detail slip a little bit in the past when they go up especially big early yeah did not play the prevent defense or or fall back you know uh, Stevie Felton's already got back he's not working tonight he's going to find out that question presented by my friends the Yoano brothers uh, if it would have been presented by the Hawaii tourism the Hawaiian brothers yes the three consecutive hat tricks uh, by line, you know, with different people on the line, the three line mates in three games. But he did throw out. Uh, I mean, wow. So he said, also interesting, the Leafs have never scored five first period goals in a road game in fan franchise history. Almost did it tonight. Since you oh, mentioned the, the camp, they have scored four of them. Yeah, but I, I just, wow. I mean, the original six team, I don't know, just like one of those types of things at some point, you know, particularly when there was a lot of scoring in the 80s and some, anyway. 
Anyway, they almost uh, they almost did it for the first time. So I guess they tied the Leaf record for four first period goals in a road game, and they never looked back. Yeah, if I had to take a guess, I feel like the answer to the uh, line mates to score hat tricks in three consecutive games, I feel like that either goes back to some '80s Oilers team or the 1920s. And I feel like there's no in-between there. I know Steve Fellow will eventually figure it out, but it does feel like it's like an Islanders or Oilers team in the 80s or not since uh, there were nothing but straight sticks in Maurice Richard's day. Yeah, and, and the Leafs did not accomplish it. Marner was one goal away from it. I, see, I don't remember. Like, again, it's such a quirky thing. And, yeah, if we get the 20s, it's like Spuds Finnegan and Cy Dehaney and, you know, like whatever <laughs> may be those names. But, anyway, it was fun while it lasted. It's going to be a tough one. Tough one to start again and try to replicate. Well, we mentioned uh, we mentioned the 20s, uh, a man who uh, was around for them, Babe Die. He holds the Leafs franchise record with uh, goals in 11 straight games. So, uh, Martyr, he's got to wait a long time to keep that streak going, but he is just four goals away. Uh, going to take a break here uh, before we wrap things up. Going to hear from Jack Campbell when we come back. Uh, going to have a few more of our observations. A couple interesting scores from the NHL uh, elsewhere as well tonight. Gord Stellick and Brent Gunning keep listening to us on Leaf Station postgame on Sportsnet. I'm Night of the Fan. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick here with you for Leafs Nation postgame. Leafs are 7-1 winners on the road in New Jersey. That marks five straight wins as they now head into the All-Star break. Want to hear from Jack Campbell in just a minute, but before we do, Gord, you know, uh, obviously he doesn't get the shutout. Uh, you know, Jack Hughes gets one in the third. It, it is what it is. I thought this was a really, really important game for Campbell to bounce back. And almost more importantly, it felt like it was important game for the Leafs to come out and have this type of game in front of them. Because it feels like it's been a little while for both of those things. Yeah, I, I, like it wasn't like a watershed game that way. But yeah, I just think it was what you want, appropriate and uh First and foremost, um, you know, doing it for Jack Campbell, who did it for them, bailed them out so much before, and it was perfect. It was perfect. What you know, like a seven-one win over the New Jersey Devils. There's really nothing to quibble about. Yeah, and, and even like another thing that I guess in theory Sheldon Keefe would have loved him to held him to you know eighteen shots or something like that. But the fact that you look at Campbell's stat line and he stops thirty-one of thirty-two, and it probably didn't feel like he stopped thirty-two tonight. Like it lets him feel good. It pumps those numbers up a little bit. And again, he's going to his first uh, All Star experience. I'm sure he will absolutely enjoy it. I'm sure he got asked about it. Here is the Leafs netminder following the seven-one win. A bit of an eventful 24 hours for yourself. How crucial was it for you to come back and have this type of performance that you did tonight after getting pulled last night? Yeah, I'm grateful. You know, coach put me back in and, uh, you know, gave me the chance to, um, you know, move on past that game last night. And, you know, grateful the team came out and played so well in front of me. So it was uh, it was just a really fun game. And, you know, the guys were playing extremely well and just a big two points at the end of the break. Yeah, what, what's your mindset now heading into the break, Jack, where obviously you're going to do something different and take part in All-Star in Vegas for the first time. But where's your mind at right now with, uh, with all of this going into the break? Yeah, I think it's a good time for everybody to get a little break and exciting time coming up, you know, second half and a lot of hockey when you look at the schedule. So uh, I think we're all fired up for that. But um, right now uh, we're just focused on, you know, having a little uh, little time to ourselves. And, you know, Frost and I, I think we're both super uh, honored and um, it's a privilege to represent the Toronto Maple Leafs at the All-Star event. So um, just really excited to see the guys and compete. 
Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Next up, we'll go to Marty Klinkenberg with the Global Mail. Go ahead, Marty. Yeah. Hi, Jack. Thank you for doing this tonight. How important, you know, do you feel it was for you to, you'd had a little, some rougher starts recently, including last night. How important do you feel it was to kind of go into the break with, you know, a, a really solid game like this? Yeah, I mean, you guys know me pretty well by now. So my expectation of how I've been playing just hasn't been up to my standards. Um, but, you know, that being said, it's exciting to uh, to go into the break feeling good and, um, you know, playing a strong game, having the team play a strong game in front of me and, and getting a really strong win. So, um, you know, it's important. It's a humbling game. You know, you learn a lot all the time. And I'm just using that to uh, to go into the second half and have a great second half. Take a few more here. We'll go to Kevin McGrand, Charles Starr. Go ahead, Kevin. Jack, what does it really mean to you when you think about it that you're going to the All-Star game? Yeah, I mean, it's an honor for sure. I mean, um, you know, to be, uh, I guess, in the conversation as one of the top guys in the league going to the All-Star game, like that's such an honor. And, you know, the guys in front of me have played so well. It's a credit to them. And, um just excited to compete with everybody and, and also get to know guys and, um, you know, at, you know, just kind of talk to them and, and learn from them for sure. And is there anybody that, you know, that you're looking forward to meeting for the first time or seeing again or playing with or playing against anybody in particular? Uh, I mean, Dylan Lark and I played world championships together a long, long time ago, and um, he's a great guy and uh, haven't seen him in person in a little while, but uh, excited to see him and, you know, Andre Vasilevsky, He's been unbelievable since he's been in the league and just excited to share a dressing room and learn from him a little bit. Thanks. Thank you. We'll take two more here. We'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Jack, last night Sheldon was saying with the way the schedule was this month, it was probably hard for you to stay in a rhythm. When you reflected on the last stretch of games, why do you think uh, you mentioned you know, your standard uh, slipped a bit? Why do you think that that was the case the last little bit? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, when I evaluate myself, when I talk to you guys or, or by myself, whatever it is, you know, I definitely have high standards of how I expect myself to play. And, you know, just because there were a few games where I gave up three or four goals, um, you know, some of those games, I like some of the game. It's not like I was beating myself up like the old days, but there were obviously a few starts recently that I just didn't like and um, no excuses about it. But it's a, like I said before, it's a good learning experience. And I kind of went through it a little bit last year as well. And um, you know, it's a long season. Uh, the NHL is a lot of games and, um, you know, I'm just trying to keep learning and, you know, so it happens a lot less. How would you describe what you're seeing from Mitch Marner since he came back from COVID? Whew, he's amazing. You know, he's having a lot of fun out there and he's doing his thing and, you know, and he's going like he is, um, our team has a ton of success and, um, you know, his line's just been, you know, I feel like he can play with anybody too. And, um, you know, it's just it's just fun to watch. I don't know what to say. And last one here, we'll go to Luke Fox, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Luke. Hey, Jack. Uh, just curious how um, the process of things play out after last night. Do you approach Sheldon and say that you want the start, or do you just kind of leave it in his hands and he gives you a message? Uh, what What are the conversations like that? I mean, that's a good question. Um, no, I, I I don't ever really go to you know, coach and, and ask her anything like that. Um, you know, that's his job and I'm expected to be ready when he tells me to play. So 
I was hoping, of course, I'd get to play. Um, Peter deserved to play tonight. Um, it's tough with the back-to-back and um, getting them rolling again, but he played amazing and uh, really bailed me out, that's for sure, and just proud of him for going in and getting the team a win, and um, not an easy one either. A lot of high-quality saves and um and, you know, when, when I found out I was playing today, it was, um, you know, felt like playoff game. I was ready to go and um, just excited to get out there and compete with the guys. If that felt like a playoff game, I'll sign up for more of those. A 7-1 win for the Leafs tonight. Uh, there is Jack Campbell. In all seriousness, though, Gord, it does feel like goaltending is going to be a bit of the story for the month of February. Uh, both guys are going to get a ton of run. Leafs have 12 games in the month. That's a lot packed into 28 days. So uh, there is going to be a ton of hockey to be played. Both goalies are going to get a chance to shine. Campbell can get back established, and Mrazek hopefully can finally find some real, real rhythm that I think he's starting to find. Yeah, and boy, Leaf fans would love a 7-1 playoff when they could take without any excitement <laughs> or pressure, what, you know, just That's one right. or two of those like they had tonight. Uh, yeah, you're right about that. I, I, You know, Campbell will be fine. Campbell will be fine. You know, just get his rhythm back. He'll do that. And Peter Morazic, just to, you know, to, to find, find his place, find his footing, whatever he is as far as a Toronto Maple Leaf goaltending tandem. I thought he took a real positive step yesterday, but he's just got to, he's got to get some traction, keep his health and just play some games. Yeah, agreed with that, Gord. Uh, Leafs are now off until the All-Star break finishes up on Monday. That's when they are back in action. Of course, Campbell and Matthews will be in Las Vegas. Gordo, tons of fun. Thanks for having me back tonight after I was sick yesterday. But most importantly, thanks out there for you to listening. It is a 7-1 Leafs win as they head into the All-Star break. Riding a win streak. Thanks so much for listening to Leafs Nation on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Maple Leafs Radio Network.